With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Recorded live. down the home stretch here heading into Orlando it is Monday March the 6th 2016 yes folks 316 excuse me 3616 if you will here on Raw Radio and yes folks we're back in the saddle again once again as we are every Monday afternoon a little CFO action however this afternoon here on episode 83 7044 call ID 138744-POUND this is Raw Radio and I am your host, the Iceman, Jared DiGiralvo, and of course, as always, is my human suplex machine, my sidekick and partner, if you will, the man himself, John Gross. John, how are you doing today? Good. As am I, and we have got a lot to dive into, as you can tell. However, we are expecting a great show this afternoon, hopefully some big guests stopping by, including legendary manager Sonny Ono, formerly of WCW, will be in the 4 o'clock hour. In fact, John, if you want to talk about that in just a second, we'll be back with you. Actually, no, we're okay, John, so never mind. I thought I had to go for a second, but apparently not. I'm still here. Uh, anyway, getting back to what we were saying, at 4 o'clock this afternoon, we will have a special guest in the studio Sonny Ono of WCW. It should be a great treat to hear from this legendary manager. Indeed. Well, also, believe it or not, ladies and gentlemen, it's a little special here on the Raw Radio set this week, because the birthday boy, however, is having a birthday tomorrow. Yes, our human suplex machine turns 26 years old tomorrow, so we want to give him a shout-out and happy birthday greetings to him. 
of course, as it is tomorrow. But in the meantime, we've got a lot to dive into, so let's get into the top stories of the day. Our first story, of course, came courtesy of our friends at 411 Mania and our my very good friend, Mr. Jeremy Thomas, who posted this earlier this morning. We understand that Rick Rude will be going now into the WWE Hall of Fame as we expected to hear the news. How, but the surprise announcement is who will induct him. It is Ricky the Dragon Steamboat, his longtime uh, rival in WCW back in the 90s. John, this is pretty good news to hear for Ricky, Dra- Ricky the Dragon inducting his longtime somewhat friend and also at one time rival, Ravishing Rick Rude. Oh, yeah. And, of course... Uh, Finally. Rick- yes. I Finally, know. Rick Rude gets his just due. Yes, he does. And it, and as we like to say, all say here on the radio, it does pay to be rude every now and again. So certainly congratulations to him. Is well-deserved. Of course, they'll probably make the announcement tonight in Chicago on Monday Night Raw. It's going to be very, very interesting to see all that develop, if you will. Also this afternoon, ladies and gentlemen, of course, we... Uh, Heard the news, of course, of a very particular Hollywood figure, if you will. Robert Osborne, the host of TCM Classic Movies, who had been sick for quite some time and who was supposed to host the film festival, barring his health, mind you, in the next few weeks in Hollywood, passed away in his sleep suddenly early yesterday at the age of 84. Our thoughts and memories are uh, deeply affected with Mr. Osborne and his friends and family at this time. But, uh, John, this is a very sad casualty of Hollywood as we lost a very big figure in the form of Robert Osborne. I know. (laughs) I mean, he's been around for 25 years. He's been there since the very beginning, and now to see him gone, I mean, he was supposed to hold the film festival, as we said, in a few weeks in Hollywood, and now it's, unfortunately, Ben Mankiewicz is going to be there full-time now. Just got a letter from him in the TCM office recently talking to me about the Hollywood Film Festival, which is coming up in the next few weeks. But, again, uh, our thoughts and memories and prayers are with the Osborne friends and family today. Certainly, this is just heartbreaking news, to say the least, however, about him in more ways than one. But in the meantime, ladies and gentlemen, however, we've got a lot more to dive into. Of course, the other big stories of the weekend, of course, is consisting of what happened, however, last week. As you know, we told you last week about man Jeff Hardy, and then, of course, we broke in with the story on Tuesday about Miracle Mike Bennett and his wife Maria. Yep. As a result, however, they are gone, and now we have heard the news that Bubba Ray Dudley, believe it or not, along with man Jeff Hardy, showed up Saturday night in Ring of Honor winning the tag team titles at that particular show. What were your thoughts about uh, these two guys, man, Jeff Hardy and their whole delete thing, however, show up in Ring of Honor? <laughs> They're going to be there only for a short time and now could be heading into the WWE soon. Shocking. Yes, I would say, too. I mean, a lot of people did not see them coming into the show at the Manhattan Center on Saturday night. Instead, they challenged the Young Bucks for the ROH tag team titles, and they leave with the gold. Now, the question is, will they show up in WWE soon? Time will tell. We'll have to wait and see, obviously. But that being said, it's going to be very, very interesting to watch. Of course, a lot of people think they might show up at WrestleMania. We'll have to wait and see. Anyway, we'll be talking more about that in the coming weeks ahead, ladies and gentlemen. But in the meantime, let's give you the number again, one seven two four. 444-7044, caller ID 138744-POUND. We are here till 5 o'clock this afternoon. And right now, ladies and gentlemen, as we continue on, of course, we are going to talk about birthdays and dates going on, How and who better to tell us that story, How as we are also expecting, hopefully, the Heartbreak Kid, King NWO, George T. Smith, Mr. WCW, Ted Henshaw, and whoever else stops by here this afternoon, then our birthday boy himself, John Gross. But before we get to those, John, I just want to point out a quick reminder. Tomorrow night, ladies and gentlemen, we'll be back in our doubleheader show, however, beginning at 7 p.m. with Wrestling Revisit. The caller ID is 139926, where Gerard and I will take you to a time and place in the past, however, and the current, 
and give you our thoughts and remembrances of that particular event or show. And then tomorrow night, 138055 Pound, will be episode number 301, a very historic episode 301, if you will, for the birthday boy who will be joining us tomorrow night, ladies and gentlemen. But we'll also be talking about Fastlane from last night. We'll also be talking about Monday Night Raw, which should be a very action-packed show there tomorrow night. Or should I say tonight, coming up tomorrow night, however, on the Mothership Show beginning at 9 p.m. So definitely stay tuned. It's going to be a very action-packed Tuesday, and the hits just keep on coming as we'll be telling you more about the shows that are going on this week. But in the meantime, let's get to birthdays and dates now from John as he has them for us. John, go right ahead. What do we got? All right. We will do that right now. All right. And I'm trying... You know what? Yeah, I'll do that. I'm, I know it's two years overdated, but okay. but I, I'll handle this. Forty-three years ago today, Madison Square Garden yes. in New York City, Bruno Sammartino, Bruno Sammartino, and Nikolai Volkov yes, um, fought to a draw for the WWE Championship. Cha- WWWF Championship. Hmm. Interesting. Interesting. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, the match was stopped due to the building's 11 p.m. curfew after 53 minutes. That's right. I do remember hearing something about that. That's right. Yes. Um, 20 years ago today in Tokyo, I mean, 22 years ago in, in Tokyo, Japan, Dan Hansen beat Tawashi Kawada to win the All Japan Triple Crown Championship. Yes. Um, Fifteen years ago today, in ECW and TNN taping, Rob Van Dam vacated the ECW World Television Championship due to injury. That's right. I do recall that. Yes. Yep. Um. Five years ago today, Hulk Hogan revealed the company, I mean, seven years ago, Hulk Hogan revealed the company has signed Rob Van Dam to TNA. Yes. Yep. Uh, Four years ago today, WWE had Old School, the 2013 Old School, which had The Undertaker making his return Mm -hmm. and Mae Young making her last television appearance uh, as WWE superstars, divas, and legends celebrated her birthday. Yes, I think that was her, what, 99th birthday, I think it was? Yes, 90th. Yeah. 90th, okay, 90th then, okay. We'll talk about 90s, however, as I mentioned before, folks, my grandfather, God bless him, however, he'll be 99 a month from now. So, yeah. uh, celebrating uh, historical birthdays, however, God bless him. And in the main event, we found out who would face uh, The Undertaker at WrestleMania, and that was uh, CM Punk. That is correct. I do remember that now. Yes, you are right. Yep. Um, Let's see what else. J.D.? I'm here. I'm listening. Go ahead. Okay, let's see what else. Oh. All right. All right. Twenty-three years ago today, Kevin Sullivan and the Tasmaniac beat the Bruce Brothers to win the vacated ECW Tag Team Championship. Sixteen years ago today, 
the Hardy Boys beat the Dudley Boys to win the uh, WWE Tag Team Championship. Yes. Um, the show also started the debut of Paul Heyman as a full-fledged employee of the WWE. That's right, in Washington, D.C. Yep. Heyman's appearance on Raw is War pretty much signaled the end of the original ECW. Yes, that's correct. Yes, but this, and also, mm-hmm. this ha- this happened too. Hmm. We uh, saw what happened. That, um, remember when Vince McMahon told Trish to bark like a dog? Yes. Take off her clothes? Mm-hmm. That happened. That's right. I do recall that now, yes. Yep. Nine years ago today, WWE announced via press release that John Legend, Snoop Doggy Dog, and Raven was joined would appear at WrestleMania 24. Right, I do recall that, however. Four years ago today, we lost somebody real close. Yes. Paul Bearer. Yes, that's right. And JD? Oh, want- yeah! <laughs> well, he was a great manager. I mean, he matched guys like Rick Rude and all those guys back in world-class championship wrestling for a while before he made his splash as Paul Bear with Kane of Glenn Jacobs and Mark Calloway, as you know, of course, and his sons were the ones that uh, accepted the award on his behalf. It was a heart attack, I remember. Yes, two years ago today, WWE announced via press release that SummerSlam that August would take place at the Barclays Center in Brooklyn, New York. Yes, and they'll be doing that again this year and next year, too. Yep. Um, let's see, what else? And I think that's all in, unless Janie has some birthdays. We do have one from Saturday. It is Crowbar, Chris Ford, turning 43, believe it or not. Oh, nice. So, nice happy nice. birthday to him. Let's go to nice. uh, Sunday. What do we got as far as Sunday goes? Well, that was Sunday. Now we're going to today. So we're going to today. Okay, let's go to today. Sorry. All right. 45 years ago today in New Japan Pro Wrestling runs its first ever show from the Ota Ward Gymnasium in Tokyo, Japan. Yes. Um, 27 years ago today in Tokyo, Japan... The Miracle Violence Connection defeated Rain Kane Hu. 26 years ago, Harashi Hossi and Kensuke Suzuki defeated Hiro Sota and, and Super Strong Machine to win the, the IWGP Tag Team Championship. Yes. At that same taping, Taz. Uh, all right, 23 years ago today, mm. the Public Enemy beat Kevin Sullivan in the Tasmaniac to win the ECW Tag Team Championship. Yeah. At the same taping, Taz, Tasmaniac beat Sabu for the ECW Television Championship, but would soon lose it after the J.T. Smith. Twenty-one years ago, Lex Luger beat Johnny B. Bass to win the WCW Television Championship. It would turn out to be the final WCW match for Mark Merrill, the man behind Johnny B. Bass. 
He left the company just five days later due to creative differences. He objected to an angle. He was involved with Kimberly Page. Yes. Mm -hmm. So Merrill immediately snatched up by the WWE and made his debut for the company at WrestleMania 12. Um, let's see, what else? What else? Two years ago, Bill DeMott resigned from his head trainer role at the WWE Performance Center. Yes. I remember this. I remember this, too. Yeah, he, uh, I forget which student he got into trouble with, but uh, WWE released him about a week later, a few days after this, and they have not had him return since, however. He, uh, really got into some heavy hot water because of this. Yep, and a bonus. From Raleigh's War, 17 years ago today, yes. Bubba Ray Dudley put May Young through a table. Yes, I do recall that now. Yes, exactly. And I think that is all, all I got. Well, we got some birthdays, too, to report. David Flair is 38 today. Mr. Yes. Anderson, a.k.a. Mr. Kennedy, is 41. If Gerard was here, he would love to hear this one. Mr. Val Venus is 46. Sean Morley. Killer Khan yeah. is 70 years old, and uh-huh. uh, it was on this date, however, 13 years ago today that we lost the late Hercules Hernandez due to heart disease at the age of 47, yeah. and Chad Wicks, better known to you all as Chad Tolan, or Chad Dick, turns 39 today. <laughs> so happy birthday to all of them. And also, ladies and gentlemen, as I pointed out and have pointed out over the last few weeks, however, and John is a part of this now, thanks to my encouragement, but this is also, and now joining us on the line, ladies and gentlemen, however, as we get on the line here, we're going to talk about this in just a second here, is the home of Trinity, North Carolina, ladies and gentlemen, Mr. WCW himself, and he's just in time because we're getting ready to do the fast lane thoughts here. Let's bring him in now, ladies and gentlemen. He is the head honcho, the head horseman, if you will, where he rides in on a white horse every day, ladies and gentlemen. Here he is, ladies and gentlemen, Mr. WCW himself, Chad Hinshaw. Chad, how are you today? Uh, super, super. I hope everyone uh, is doing the same. Uh, before we get started with this, I thought I would let you know that, uh, once again, uh, Raw Radio is going to be experiencing a, we'll say, a double shock today because the Radio Network Group Tour is making a is, is making a extra special pit stop today on the Raw Radio Facebook page, so you have a live video feed. All of it. in addition to the in addition to like I said, your normal talk show broadcast today, and also because of the special implications of this of this particular episode, we couldn't I couldn't I couldn't resist doing this. So we're we're going to have a Raw Radio. Uh, uh, video feed up and going here today as well. So. Yes, and I was just about to say uh, before we get into fast lane thoughts. However, uh, I was talking about the gentle the gentleman I have been talking about for weeks on end, and I just got John into it, and now I'm trying to get you and Michelle and everyone else in as far as the Raw Radio team goes, network team, and also everywhere else. However, please encourage to sign up with this gentleman, Team Davy Boy Smith. However, and putting him in uh, the British Bulldog WWE Hall. I'll be right back, guys. All right. John, on Facebook, we heard today that Vicky Guerrero has now become a full-fledged member of the team. Bob Van Dam just joined the team over the weekend. So two more members, ladies and gentlemen, continuing to support Michael Finney and our cause, however, my cause. In fact, he also heard from Diana Smith over the weekend. In fact, I watched the video of Diana Smith thanking him personally, which is really good to see her encouraging him to put her husband into the Hall of Fame, as well as Owen Hart and Brian Pillman, among those guys. 
So if you have not signed up, ladies and gentlemen, please sign up today on Facebook.com or join the team at TeamDavyBoySmith.com. Let your voice be loud and proud and make sure you put this guy into the Hall of Fame. If not this year, then definitely next year because guys, these guys are worth putting into the Hall of Fame. If you have yeah. I have an update for you, J.D. Oh, um, okay, yes. Uh, the Black Widow, Michelle and Dodds, unfortunately will not be able to make it this afternoon. Okay, so Michelle will be out this afternoon. Okay, so well, we're hoping that she's getting better with her health. As we mentioned, of course, she's under the weather. So hopefully she will be returning to the team later this week, Heller. And when she returns, I know she will have a lot to say. Speaking of the Hall of Fame, I did mention, of course, as, uh, to John before he came on the line, we heard, and before John gets back, I'm going to get your thoughts about this, obviously. Ricky Steamboat now is putting Rick Rude into the Hall of Fame, as Rick Rude was announced just a short time ago, thanks to Anne-Marie Rickenbach giving me an update on that and 411 Mania. Uh, your thoughts about this, Chad? Well, can we say yes. it's about it's about blame time? Yes. Uh, and of course, uh, we had speculation as to who would put Rick Rude in the Hall of Fame. Yes. Uh, it's kind of hard to make any determinations because there are so many uh, great folks that, that could that could do so. Of course, including Rick Rude's own family. But I think it was a uh, academic. I think that Ricky Steamboat. Uh, Seems how him and Rude had a great run, especially in WCW. They had an excellent run there. Um, and so why not? Why not? Of course, I guess uh, it's always best, you know, whenever your rivals put you into the Hall of Fame. Yes. Uh, of course, we've, we've noticed that here big time, especially, you know, when Ric Flair put in Ricky, put in Ricky Steamboat himself back in 09. Mm-hmm. So, uh, so you know, those two have, and of course, we know Steamboat and, uh, Rude had a great showdown back in the 90s in WCW and in the late 80s in WWE, I mean, especially 92 when they had that 30-minute Iron Man match at Beach Blast, one of the best matches of 1992. And now you see uh, the Dragon for the first time in a few years uh, come back after, well, being let go, Howard, but coming back for one night, Howard, to honor his uh, longtime rival slash uh, former friend, if you will, in the Ravishing One. So uh, definitely uh, it's going to be a very emotional night in about three weeks in Orlando. Indeed, and of course, also you mentioned Davy Boy Smith, and you remember back in the WCW days. Yeah. You know, Rude and the Rude and the Bulldog had a had a thing going on as well. I think especially when it came to the uh, to the world title. Yes, it did certainly. So that was that was a great that was a great thing between Rude and the Bulldog for a while too. Yes, it was no doubt about it. No doubt about yeah. it. Well, we're going to talk now about Fastlane, of course, and I believe John, are you back with us now? All right, here I am. Okay, John's back with us. The birthday boy has returned. And now we're going to get everyone's thoughts here as we take a look back at last night's Fastlane. There was a lot to dive into, and, of course, we're going to get everyone's humble opinion on each match individually, as we said, ladies and gentlemen. So buckle up. We're ready to go and take you on the Fastlane. Our first match of the night was the pre-show match, as you would expect. It was the tag team matchup between Akira Toazan and Rich Swan versus Noam Dar and Brian Kendrick. In the end, Akira and Rich Swan won this matchup. It's good to see Rich Swan return to action uh, John, I'm going to get your opinion first. What was your thoughts about the opening matchup and the tag team cruiserweight match? Good match. Um, it was good. Yes. Mm-hmm. And, and did you notice that Alicia Fox, how at one point, how I was not really impressed with Brian Kendrick's attitude? I mean, I was kind of su- not surprised about that, but did you see that? Yeah, all? I wasn't impressed with that either. Mm-hmm. Certainly. <laughs> yeah, I... Uh... I watched the thing prior to the match and uh, watched them backstage, and I think Brian Kendrick kept calling Alicia Fox crazy. 
Of course, uh, Steph told uh, Mick at the time, however, that she hopes that both matches go off without any problem. She said she wasn't on. She was wondering if she was on speaker. Mick said no. Foley said then she knows that Joe didn't want to get involved in the main event because KO wanted to prove he could do it on his own. She then hung up on him, which led to her next match. Sasha versus Nia. Nia Jax loses here at 8.15, but you could tell afterwards she was not very happy of losing this one. Uh, Chad, I'll go back to you this time. What were your thoughts about the Sasha-Nia affair with Sasha going over on top? Uh, well, we saw the last several, the last two or three weeks, you know, you know, Nia being very, very dominant here, of course, especially when it comes, when it comes in this whole situation, also involving uh, Bailey and Charlotte as well. I mean, Nia is proven to be a very dominant force. And she still is. I mean, this right here didn't really deter deter her at all whatsoever. This really <clears throat> may kind of, you know, may, by, by angering her, it may have strengthened her somewhat if you get what I'm saying. But without that shadow of a doubt, I mean, this was a great encounter. <laughs> I, think that, I think this was also kind of got Sasha Banks fired up here a little bit. Of course, as we talked about her, she's been out a couple times here recently due to a small injury, but still, like I said, being able to come back from that and also, and also of course, uh, being able to get by, like I said, the modern-day, uh, I guess you could call it a modern-day China, I guess is the best way, the best way I could describe her. Uh, but nonetheless, a great encounter, great match up here. These two, actually, in addition to the women's title match, yeah. I will go ahead and say this about this match here. Yeah. This match here is, is, is living proof while the WWE was uh, was was really really you know suffering for a while in the women's division, but they're starting to really pick it right back up with it. And let me tell you something: these two right here have, have really have really proven to be two dominant two dominant females in the WWE's women's division, regardless if it's Raw, SmackDown, NXT. It doesn't make any difference. I mean, these are two these are two of your most dominant uh, ladies right now. And of course, I do see them as I do see Sasha. Sometime down the road, going for another shot at the belt, but I think Nia needs to really be stepped up there a little bit and all, and put into the mix as well, you know. And that's why we said before about maybe taking Charlotte out of the mix here and putting someone else in. And I say put someone fresh. I say put Nia in that because that that right there might be a, a, a might be like a breath of fresh air, yes. you know, to to to, to the women's the, the raw women's title hunt anyway, because a lot of people. <laughs> I mean, they, they sure, like I said, Charlotte, Charlotte's a great athlete. But like I said, we're all tired of hearing about Charlotte. Yeah. And we want to hear something fresh. We want to hear something different. And so, you know, why not put someone like Nia in the mix? <coughs> Is she ready? I think so. <coughs> She's going to all these jobbers like it was nobody's business. Mm-hmm. So why So why not? I mean, give her, give her the opportunity. But it was a great match nonetheless. And, of course, Sasha did, does come out here. Still proves why she still deserves another – yeah, another op- – her definitely deserves another opportunity for that belt. Yes. And so talking about women's matches, though, uh, John, let's get your opinion on the two women's matches, how overall. First off, was Charlotte losing last night her first match on pay-per-view, and then what happened with uh, Sasha and Nia? Oh, man. <laughs> Finally – Finally, Charlotte goes down. Yes. And uh, as for Sasha and Nia, I was shocked. Yes. I thought Sasha was going to meet Nia. Mm-hmm, certainly. Because I didn't think she was going to do it. Right. And I'm going to ask you guys a simple one-word answer to this, yes or no, if you can answer to it. 
Uh, we talked about this being a fatal four-way with all four women at WrestleMania. Is that the plan they're going to go with, in your opinion, John? Yes. Chad? I, I would I would definitely say if they want to make a killer at WrestleMania involving the women's division, especially on Raw, I would say yes. Okay, and I'll agree with that, too. All right, guys, let's go to the next two matches, however, that were non-advertised, however. They were Big Show and Rusev, of course, Big Show beating up uh, Handsome Rusev and his new slick, oily hair, if you will, and Cesaro, of course, taking on Hard Body Mahal, making it look so easy against Jinder, however. Uh, John, I'll go with your thoughts about these two unadvertised matches that were thrown in at the last minute. What were your thoughts about these two? Definitely unadvertised. Unadvertised. Yes, but what were your thoughts about the matches overall, in your opinion? My thoughts were, why couldn't they have saved it on the pre-show? Yeah, I agree. I agree, because they kind of teased a little bit of it on the pre-show, and then all of a sudden Mick says, you, I'll find suitable opponents for you. I'll make sure the matches happen tonight, Howard. And when that happened, you could tell that was just like, really, you're going to kill the crowd with this? Howard? And then later in the night, they killed it even more with the whole New Day ice cream thing, which I thought was really stupid. That was just a waste of time to kill the crowd there, too. So there you mm-hmm. go. Uh, mm-hmm. Chad, your thoughts about uh, the two bonus matches in with the New Day uh, vignette that followed? <clears throat> well, of course, like I said, um, uh, you never, like I say, anything could happen in the WWE, as they always say. Um, of course, these matches here, Big Show and Rusev, Cesaro and Mahal, uh, they were good. From what I've seen, uh, Big Show, Big Show looking uh, great is great, looking terrific. Uh, the workouts, of course, that, that you're seeing on, uh, that you're seeing pictures of in recent memory, like that, they are doing wonders for them, from what I can tell. Uh, <clears throat> great encounter there. Uh, of course, the thing was uh, Cesaro and Jinder Mahal. Um, of course, uh, Jinder tried giving what. He, given what he can, but of course uh, Cesaro basically does a little bit more, too much more for him. Uh, the New Day thing, uh, what uh, that right there will leave anyone speechless, including myself. So i kind of speechless on that one there. <laughs> certainly, certainly, no question about it. I would be there. And like I said, as far as the whole show thing, I mean, I guess they need to give both of these guys a chance to prove what they were worth, but I mean, did we really need to have these two, especially after all the crap that was talked about with Shaq and Big Show going to happen at Mania. Originally, a week ago, there was talk that, I mean, even a couple months ago, there was talk that this match was going to be on the paper. And then last week, we heard all of a sudden, say it ain't so, say it ain't so. And apparently, however, last Tuesday, I think it was, or last Wednesday, it became apparent that it wasn't going to happen. Now, now I can say, however, according to reports I heard this just a short time ago before he came on today, apparently Shaq is now saying he wants to get back in this whole thing with the big show. I mean, you still got time to build up for this, but, I mean, why were you playing games all this time, however, and then last week you said, no, this match ain't going to happen, and then all of a sudden today you come out and say, oh, this match is back on the table. Chad, I'm going to leave you to have thoughts on this one. Well, you know, I mean, Shaq, of course, like I said, is a well of course, what well-known uh, sports superstar, like I said, uh, well-known, you know, for many, many years. I mean, he's not the first, of course, basketball icon to make a transition over there into wrestling. But, I mean, why all of a sudden, you know, they kept hyping it up for about a year, saying, okay, you want next year, you want fight, fight the big show WrestleMania, all hyped up, and all of a sudden, you know, it's all we're all set and etched and stone ready to go, and all of a sudden, it's called off, and then now all of a sudden, J.D., you're saying, 
that you know it looks like it may it may it may actually be back on the table. Uh, I don't know what I don't know what they're what they're trying to pull. I don't know if, I don't know if Shaq is, as they say, of course, in the wrestling business, playing playing any mind games with the Big Show. I'm that's kind of hard to say. Right. But but like I said, I mean. Uh, you know, Shaq wants his opportunity, you know, to to one little encounter in the, uh, you know, you know, in the wrestling world and all that. I mean, this is his big break. He better take it here soon because, you know, I don't like we said, Big Show maybe on at some point down the road, maybe on the verge of, you know, decide he may want to end up retiring here somewhere. He's been in the business since the mid nineties, so I mean, so he may want to like somewhere down the road may may end up wanting to retire. And he's not gonna. Shaq's not gonna have that opportunity, you know. Later on down the road, you know, if, if the Big Show suddenly calls it quits, so yeah. I mean, if he really, if he really wants this, he really needs to stop, and he really needs just to go ahead and this is let it go. Because I mean, the thing is, you've got the fans' interest peak in this now. Yeah. So I mean, the thing about it is, you you give you you do this, mm-hmm. all of a sudden you back off from it and all that, you know. I mean, they're gonna start thinking a little bit more or less. <clears throat> Less of you, uh, you as possibly, uh, you know, you know, of a of a, of a big time personality. I'm sure, like I said, a great basketball player and all that. Don't get me wrong, a great basketball player. But like I said, I mean, this is something you don't do, especially to someone who is not that far off in size as you are. Right. So I mean, you exactly. got, you got, you got, to, especially you don't want to play games, especially with wrestlers, because I mean, you know, they they you know, <clears throat> outside the ring. They could do. They could probably do some stuff here to you as well. We've seen. We've heard all a lot of that happen in the past. And you know, Shaq doesn't want to end up being another victim of of an on, of, of an onslaught outside of the ring by a wrestler. So I mean, yeah. if it's going to happen, let it happen. And this and stop. And stop twiddling right. around like that. All this yeah. is just really kind of messing up the whole situation. Well, this is a side seats, and this is the report I'm hearing now. It says, The rumored Shaquille O'Neal Big Show match, however, has become a will-they-won't-they affair. Most recently, Shaq said it probably wasn't happening, and Big Show was still coding him in interviews about it. But now things are looking up. On his show, quote, The Big Podcast with Shaq on Podcast One today, the former NBA star said that talks are back on, and it's still not his fault. To which Shaq said, I've talked to somebody high up in the organization, and they... We're talk, back talking again. I just want the people to know it had nothing to do with me, despite what you hear. Now, when his co-host informed him how the, all the news has been pointed to the fact that it's his fault and Big Show's claiming he's gotten cold feet, Shaq Diesel refutes that and says, No, I haven't seen him. We talked yesterday. I didn't know that. I'm going to see you. I'm not worried about it, Big Show. I'm going to see you. The world ain't bit that big for me not to see you. So there you go. Those are his comments. Uh, John, what's your take about the comments by Shaq? And before we get your answer, join us now on the line, ladies and gentlemen, is the Heartbreak Kid Fonzie, as we will hear his thoughts on this, too, here in just a few minutes on Shaq and Big Show, as apparently that is the big news now. But, John, go ahead with your thoughts about Shaq before we turn uh, Fonzie on to the air. Yeah. Um, like Shaq said, let it happen. Yeah, I would agree. And we want to also acknowledge, ladies and gentlemen, uh, Mr. Hulkamania, Bob Ziggler, is logged in in the chat. Bobby, welcome to the show. you got Chad, myself, and Fonzie, as well as the birthday boy, John. So uh, we'd like to hear from you. If you want to give us a call, give us a call at 1-724-444-7044. Caller ID, one three eight ten four four pounds Fonzie, you came just in time. We were talking about uh, last night, okay. Fastlane, about some of the matches. How We were just going to get into the Roman Reigns-Braun Strowman match and get everyone's take about this. 
Uh, I'll start with you this time, Howard. I mean, I know you didn't see the show, but I gave you the results and everything. What was your thoughts about Braun Strowman and Roman Reigns and Braun Strowman basically ending up losing to Roman as Roman won clean against Braun? What was your take? (laughs) Two good monsters fight each other, and one monster beat another monster for the first time. So, yes, yeah. So I, mm-hmm. I don't think this is over either yet. Yeah, it's possible. You're right. It's very possible. Uh, but we'll see. Yeah. I mean, we've heard reports that apparently uh, the Undertaker could be showing up tonight, ladies and gentlemen. And Bobby's saying to us, "Yo, what's up, my peeps? Uh, Bobby, not much. Hope you're doing well, guy. Uh, feel free to give us a ring if you want to. We're glad to talk to you." Uh, but like I said, I would agree there. And, of course, as I mentioned, there has been talk that he might be showing up tonight referring to The Undertaker. There's been talk that Chris Jericho could be showing up tonight, Brock Lesnar, Seth Rollins. It's going to be an action-packed, crazy night in Chicago. Uh, John, I know you've got to be surprised as anything, uh, as anything, and I know you were shocked to see Roman Reigns. As much as you don't like him, he pulled off the win against the big bad Braun Strowman in a clean fit. Yes. Uh, I'm thoughts? very shocked that Reigns beat him. But that's just up for him to take on The Undertaker. And I'm going to ask you point blank. Do we see The Undertaker tonight in Chicago? Yes. Uh, are you going to say yes? Okay. Uh, Fonzie, what about <laughs> you? Yeah. I'll say yes, too. Chad, give us your thoughts about the match, and do we see The Undertaker make an appearance in Chicago tonight? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> yeah, Strowman and Reigns was, like I said, very pre- was a very, very neat matchup. And, of course, uh, as again, kind of similar to what I said about Sasha and Nia Jax, I mean, the thing about it is Strowman kind of dominated Roman Reigns throughout most of the, uh, throughout several weeks leading up towards Fastlane, but, but the thing about it is Roman Reigns down the way and, of course, had the, the last laugh in this case oh. to uh, kind of pull off the win and pull off the, the victory in this without a doubt. So it was a very unique matchup. Certainly. No question about it. No question about it. I would agree there. And, of course, ladies and gentlemen, that now leads us into the big one, the main event, ladies and gentlemen. And I'm going to turn Mr. WCW loose on this one because I know he's going to talk about this. So will John, and I know Fonzie will eventually as well, as will I. Let's talk about it now. Goldberg and Kevin Owens, this was your main event. This went 20 seconds long, ladies and gentlemen. We saw Owens in and out different times, however, popping. But once he came in, however, Chris Jericho distracted him. It didn't take long. And, again, it was just like Survivor Series all over again, but this time it was shorter than Survivor Series. It only went 20 seconds long. So, with that being said, we're going to now hear from Mr. WCW on his thoughts about this very, well, let's just say, puzzling main event. What can we say about this, folks? Uh, Again, like I said, you have another uh, unique opportunity here. Goldberg, of course, uh, as I stated last night, that he has not uh, won a championship at a pay-per-view since Armageddon of 2003. Uh, and even Michael Cole acknowledged it. Yeah, that, that's Down it, yeah. Down the hand, the brain. <laughs> yeah, yeah. you're right. Indeed. Indeed, indeed. But, uh, but like I said, but indeed, like I said, uh, big time, uh, <clears throat> big time uh, matchup here uh, was hyped up to be a big time, and we all expected this to last a little bit longer, give it a little bit more, you know, uh, than what we than what what actually happened. I mean, some of us said five minutes, some of us said ten minutes. 
you know, I stated this a couple times here, uh, you know, <clears throat> uh, last last night, and and uh, of course on a on a couple other uh, opportunities that I uh, got to weigh in on uh, fast lane as well. But all in all, I mean, surprising enough to me, you know, you know, I thought the minute twenty some second thing against Brock Lesnar Survivor Series was unbelievable. Who would have thought that a universal championship match, the biggest title match, biggest title that Raw has, was decided in only 22 seconds? And that's that's what really got to me. Um, you know, I mean, sure, like I said, uh, you know, Kevin Owens doing the play around thing, and now they were after longer. Of course, but the match was not officially started. I mean, that, of course, obviously didn't count. But he kept jumping in and out of the ring about what, like four or five times, six times maybe. And then eventually, like I said, uh, you know, he thought that he had, he probably, it was in Goldberg's head, and he got jumped back in there and said, hey, come on, let's go, come on, let's go, come on, let's go. And all of a sudden, here comes Jericho's music blaring, and all of a sudden, the bell rings right in the middle of it, and then boom, what happens? Goldberg takes advantage, just like what happened at Survivor Series. Spear, Jackhammer, one, two, three, boom, Goldberg is your universal champion. So, like I said, I think uh, uh, JD JD and I actually talked about this off the air here uh, about about a couple hours ago before before uh, we ever came on here, and I'll I'll just pretty much plan out and say it, and I'm sure JD would definitely agree with this assessment that if they do this with Lesnar for that belt at WrestleMania, they first off they're going to they're going they're going to ruin they're going to ruin the honor. The, and the prestige of one of the biggest, ever, biggest ever wrestling events of all time. WrestleMania has been around since the mid '80s, and you know it's been it's lasted a little bit longer, but even past you know you know even though past Starcade, you know WCW is no longer in existence. Right. <clears throat> but what? But here's and the other, the other thing about it here is you you put you put Goldberg Lesnar now officially for the Universal Title. The stakes are much more higher than they were when this was just a regular one-on-one encounter. You have to make this match last a lot longer. You have to give it at least, if you don't want it to last too long, you've got to make it last a good 10, 15 minutes. You've got to give, you've got to give them some time in the ring to show the, the fans and all that. I mean, that what happened at, I mean, the thing of what happened at Survivor Series was, you know, was, um, was you know, was highly anticipated, but you know that, like I said, the match only didn't even last. Or it only lasted over a minute, and you know the match last night was KO at Fastlane, and what happened in the Royal Rumble? I mean, the thing about it is, I mean, I mean, it's almost, it's almost as we're saying, you know, is Goldberg kind of losing? Is Goldberg's not losing in any touch or whatever. I mean, he still looks like he's in tremendous shape at 50 years old. He is a terrific athlete. He's always been a terrific athlete, regardless of his football or wrestling. Makes no difference. He's been a very terrific athlete, and you know, like I said, you know, if the Hall said if they do this, if they do this mentality at WrestleMania, which I'm hoping they don't make it the main event, which God knows I hope they don't make it the main event. But if they, it, I mean, make it and towards the end of WrestleMania, if they make it, if they make this match not even last two minutes and all, it's going to ruin WrestleMania's reputation that it has had for over 30 years. They can't 
do that. And the, the thing is, people are going to start losing interest in the WWE, and for and, and before too long, people are going to start all of a sudden, you know, hey, what's this other thing over here? It's like TNA or Ring of Honor or something like that. WWE, WWE is, is is going to single-handedly start losing fans if they if if they do this with these two caliber high-caliber superstars like Goldberg and Brock Lesnar, especially that now the stakes have raised a little bit further with the Universal Championship at stake. They cannot do that. Yeah. They played around the Survivor Series. They played around last night They and, on the, and, with the, and the Royal Rumble. And last night, they can't do it at WrestleMania. They can't. Do, they got to get more serious on it, and they got to let it move a little bit longer. If they don't, the match loses its reputation, and the and the match ruins the entire show for everyone. And and the thing is, if, if they're expecting to have like a big crowd, half that crowd will be emptied by the time that match is over. Yeah, no question. You watch, you watch and find out and see. Half yeah. that crowd will be empty big time. Yeah. I, I, I guarantee you that. No question. I would agree. I would agree, Chad. Well said. Uh, John, what about your thoughts? What is your take? I, I, I for one, hope that they don't do, do this. I, for one, certainly hope that that they go into a long match. That's my take. Well, I mean, if, if they're smart, like Chad said, and Chad and I, like you said, talked off. Like you said, we talked offline today before we got on the line today. Me and him talked, and he and I each talked off and on. And like I said, that was the main discussion. But I would say right now they better do something smarter. And I even told Michelle about this today. If they're smart, if they if they piss off the fans this way, they will lose more than fans. They will just lose the entire, just basically fan base that has supported them for years, and the kids who have been watching Raw forever today. And like I said, their reigns will go from where they're at now to maybe near rock bomb or almost sinking to the bottom of the sea, if you will. They really will. It's going gonna, it's gonna to be interesting. Uh, Fonzie, what's your take on Goldberg and Owens Tower last night and what we were just discussing? Let's uh, weigh in with your thoughts. Um, you know <coughs> that Goldberg was not going to take easy on any opponent he does. Right, right. And, yeah, it can last 20 seconds. Yeah. It can last five seconds. Right. Who knows? But um, everybody said, oh, Goldberg is washed up. I... He hasn't been in the ring in 14 years. Ba, ba, ba. <laughs> Look what he did in three matches. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Uh, are you talking about domination? This is a super athlete. It don't matter if you can miss 20 years in the ring. Yes, yeah, sir. And... He's still strong. He still can do what he can do mm-hmm. at the age of 50. Yes. Okay. And like you guys said, you don't know. You, you don't know what's going to happen with between Brock and Goldberg at WrestleMania. Right. Yeah. You just don't know. But I guarantee this that 
it's going to happen again in a short period of time. So, I don't want to disagree all you guys, but, or agree, but you never know in the match. It can happen in the second. Mm -hmm. Not even the bell rings. Yeah, yeah, like you said, like, the main event, they want to make it long, but you don't know how long the match is. You don't know until the bell rings. Yeah, but I guarantee that's going to happen again. The Goldberg is going to win in a short period of time because he's one of the best wrestlers who missed 14 years off the ring and never missed a beat. Right. Never missed a beat. Yeah. So, I don't know. I have no idea. And a lot of fans are going to go, like, this is over in not even two minutes. They're going to probably be right. It's yeah. not going to be over. It's going to be over in less than two minutes. But, um, I don't know. I just don't know because, I yeah, well, look at what happened in the last three matches. Right. Yeah. You, know, you can't say, oh, they should have last long. You don't know. Right. As right. soon as the bell rings, boom, it's over. As soon yep. as the bell rings. Okay. He can do nothing with without the bell ring. You know what I'm saying? Right. As soon as that bell rings, boom. You know? Like that said, and I think we'll all agree, hopefully they don't make this a very short match at WrestleMania. No, but you you, you can't, like, you know, say, oh, this should be a a great match (laughs) between two beasts. But you can never know. Look what happened in the last three matches. Look what happened last night. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and was talking all this shit, and look what he got. He lost the title. Period. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. You right. just don't know. Just right. don't know. I like to see it go longer, but like I said, you you, you know, you don't know as soon as the bell rings. Right, 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 right. Yeah, yeah. We're going to see, guys. We're going to see. So, as we wrap it up here, let's get everyone's uh, rating on a scale of 1 to 10 as far as the pay-per-view. I already gave it a 5. John, what about you? Uh, I give it a 6. Chad? Uh, well, that's a very, this is a very close one to say. I think what really saved, what really saved that was possibly the, maybe the tag title match and maybe the women's title match is kind of hard to say. Uh, the grudge matches may have also kind of helped it a little bit. As much as I've, I've never gone this low before, I got to get four. Hmm. Okay. And Fonzie already gave you the results what happened. What do you think on a scale of one to ten? Um, I'm going to give it a three. A three, okay. Yeah, yeah. All right. Because the Goldberg, because the Goldberg and Kevin Owens match. Right, right, right. I know what you're saying. So, okay. Yeah. Uh, 
We'll see. I mean, we're going to see, obviously, guys. Time will tell how it will happen, obviously. But we're definitely going to watch and see, no question about it. Now, let's talk a little bit about, I mean, before we get into uh, our guest here, and hopefully he'll be joining us here in just a few minutes, however, calling on the line, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, we're going to get everyone's early thoughts for Raw tonight, however, before we uh, get to our guest, tower. But uh, we're going to give you an early preview of what Raw is going to be like tonight. Uh, John, I'll start with you. What do you think it's going to be like in Chicago tonight? Uh, I think it's going to be crazy with Goldberg and Lesnar probably in the house. Yes, no question about it. No question about it. I agree, however. Um, we also got the big names showing up, obviously. Uh, Lesnar, Seth Rollins. There's been talk about The Undertaker, Finn Balor. <coughs> and, uh, also about some other things going on, however, mind you. Uh, Fonzie, what about you? What is your take about tonight's show? What do you expect to see tonight in Chicago after what went down last night? Um... Well, you got Brock in the house. You got Goldberg in the house. Then they're expecting the Undertaker be in the house tonight. Yeah. Um. Well, uh, not that they're gonna show Seth Rollins' surgery, right? Yeah, supposedly. And then I think. They might show him uh, getting back in the shape at rehab. I don't think he's supposed to be at the arena, however. I don't no, think so. I don't think. Yeah, but... So. Uh, this, should, this should be interesting, but... I, you just don't know what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. As soon as the 8 o'clock hits, who's going to come out? Yeah, what do you think... But you know what? I have this little feeling that soon eight o'clock is you're gonna see Kevin Owens in the ring. Yeah. Or come in the ring and crying like a little girl. Yeah. <laughs> for a rematch. Yeah, and I just read apparently, mind you, there is reports now, apparently I guess Owens got in a little trouble because he let some uh cursing come out of his mouth last night at uh, Bassett. I'm not sure what was directly said, but they said that he was caught using explicitive at WrestleMania, or not WrestleMania, Fastlane last night, however, mind Yeah. In fact, however, uh, I'm, I'm, like I said, I'm trying to see here what he said, however, about the show. Like I said, he joked about it on Twitter, and I'm trying to find out the official comments here, what he said, and then this is, I think, when he got into trouble. Yeah, just finished, uh, in fact, however, this is what he said. I don't know if it's the explicitive that he said, however, but I think this is what he kind of said, however, he joked about the Fastlane match, how just, it says here, where is it, I just saw it, it was on Twitter, apparently, and I'm reading it, oh, here it is, just finished the signing, a fan told me I had a great entrance last night, I agree, highlight of the match, in fact, so there you go, that was what he tweeted out, how I guess, uh, mind you, on his main event match, I guess he did it earlier this afternoon, however, uh, at the arena in Chicago, uh, Chad, what do you expect to see what happens tonight in Chicago, what's your take? Well, as I've always called after a pay-per-view, I expect to see a huge aftermath of everything. And I think pretty much Fonzie kind of really summed it up for me. Uh, um, um, and also, like I said, with so many popping popping on there tonight, of course, Goldberg, you know, coming on, talking about his win, uh, Brock coming on there, Undertaker coming on there, Seth Rollins, uh, like I said, possibly seeing Finn Balor on there. Uh, it's going to be 
It's going to be an explosive night, and of course, and next and then Raw and SmackDown both are going to be that way the next probably several weeks leading up towards WrestleMania. Certainly, certainly, and of course tonight, and of course tomorrow night on SmackDown, as we mentioned, ladies and gentlemen, uh, one thing we will mention about SmackDown tomorrow night: they have announced two matches will be held tomorrow night in Indianapolis there at the Bankers Life Fieldhouse. The first of which will be a number one contenders match. It'll be the Viper Randy Orton against the Phenomenal One AJ Styles. Mm-hmm. The winner of that will probably face, however, mind you, Bray Wyatt. Of course, we saw what happened last week with Randy Orton uh, and Bray Wyatt in that whole escapade, if you will. And also, ladies and gentlemen, there is another match been signed for tomorrow night. It will be John Cena and Nikki Bella taking on James the Nerd Ellsworth, as I like to call him, and, of course, his uh, new, uh, well, let's just say special friend, if you will, the Jersey Shore wannabe Carmella, if you will. So those are a couple of matches that are set up for tomorrow night there in uh Indianapolis, of course, next week, SmackDown will be in Pittsburgh, and of course, next Monday, Raw will be in Detroit Rock City. So, folks, it is shaping up to be very, very interesting here in the coming weeks. Of course, other uh, shows include, of course, March 20th, of course, will be in Brooklyn, New York, ladies and gentlemen. They will be at the Barclays Center, if you will, ladies and gentlemen, that night uh, for Monday Night Raw. Of course, March 27th, they will be in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, if you will, for the final Raw right before WrestleMania. And I have it on good authority, gentlemen, however, that I just, when I spoke to Michelle Lynn Dodds earlier this afternoon, the Black Rose, she informed me that she will be attending the final SmackDown taping before WrestleMania. And I believe that is in her neck of the woods, if I'm not mistaken. I think it's going to be either in Richmond, or I believe, John, it's in your neck of the woods, not far from your neck of the woods, in the nation's capital, Washington, D.C., believe it or not. So I got I got to Nice. Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty sure. I'm, I'm going to take a look at the calendar here. But they will be coming there however, at the end of March. But like I said, folks, that's where they're going to be the next three three to four weeks. It's going to be very interesting. Like I said, there are still tickets available, I know, for the SmackDown show in Pittsburgh coming up the next Tuesday. <coughs> I think they said as far as Raw goes in Chicago tonight, they are just about sold out. So that will be very interesting to say the least. However, in fact, I'm going to take a look here in just a second. As I'm looking ahead, however, to see where they're going to else be this in the coming weeks ahead. Uh, of course, they have a rare afternoon matinee show this coming uh, weekend in Madison Square Garden. I believe that'll be on Sunday afternoon, if I'm not mistaken. Let me just uh, check uh, out what's going to be. JD, yes. JD, let me interrupt you. Uh, uh, you're talking about uh, <clears throat> uh, leading up towards WrestleMania. Yes. Uh, WrestleMania is when. April 2nd. In fact, it is in Richmond. That's where she'll be going to the show then, okay? It'll okay. be April 2nd. So SmackDown will be March 28th, March 27th. They're in Philadelphia, believe it or not. Okay. All right. Well, I was just taking a look. I know in April, and I'm seeing ahead, looking ahead to April, I think they're coming back to your neck of the woods sometime in the middle of April, Chad, down in Greensboro. Uh, that's what I'm going to – that's what I've been meaning to find out here myself because I haven't had a – they haven't had a the show around. Right. Um, while I'm on here, I'm looking ahead to the, I mean, like I said, I'm, I'm looking at the schedule up ahead. I believe it is, I believe, I don't know if it's going to be a Raw. Let's see here. April 10, April 11, nope. Hold on, I'll tell you in a minute. That's still looking. April 17, that's not it. They will be in, da, 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 da. April 24th, that's definitely not it. They will be in. I don't see anything for April. I thought I saw some for April. I know they were coming back in April, however, unless they're going to be in the second week of April, because I know they're in Orlando, however, like April 2nd, 3rd, and 4th, mind you. Closest, closest, one, closest one that I've found for my neck of the woods is on March 26th. They're going to have a 
Road to WrestleMania event in Raleigh. Uh, okay, so that'll be two weeks from uh, Saturday. Yeah. So, oh, no, so no, two weeks yeah, from Sunday. Two weeks from Sunday. Two weeks from Sunday. Yeah, because yeah. WrestleMania is the following thing because the next night, Raw is in Philly, and then they go to Richmond right after that. Okay. 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 Um, and like I said, uh, they will be, uh, like I said, in Pittsburgh next Tuesday. Uh, and they have not done a meet and greet thing. However, I wish they did. Because uh, I know for a fact I'm looking here next uh, Friday, not this Friday, but next Friday, folks, at the Huntington Convention Center in Cleveland and at the Minneapolis World of Wheels U.S. Bank Stadium. You can meet both Becky Lynch and Bray Wyatt if you're in the Cleveland and Minneapolis area. Also, in Omaha, Nebraska next week, ladies and gentlemen, next Friday to be exact at 6 p.m., you can meet Daniel <laughs> Omaha World of Wheels at the CenturyLink Center. So there you go. Three big names, however, uh, showing up, power. But as far as uh, this week goes, like I, said, I think someone was coughing. I didn't hear that. You can meet. It who? was me. That was John. Uh, oh, you said you can meet John and so that. Okay. <laughs> no, but I can yeah. say this though. Next, uh, also next Monday, ladies and gentlemen, joining us on the line now, ladies and gentlemen, we've been waiting for this gentleman, however, He is now a member of our team today, and we would like to welcome him in, ladies and gentlemen. He used to manage. Some of the great cruiserweights back in the day, like the Ultimo Dragon and Shindro Otani, however, he is formerly of WCW, ladies and gentlemen, and we are very pleased to welcome to the line with us, ladies and gentlemen, the great Sonny Ono. Mr. Ono, it is a pleasure. Welcome to Raw Radio. How you doing? How you doing? We're, we're doing good. Thank you very much. I'd like to introduce you to my team. First off, uh, my sidekick uh, from Front Royal Virginia, the human suplex machine, we call him. He is having a birthday tomorrow. His name is John Gross. We also have our leader and the president of the WCW Federation, Mr. WCW himself from Trinity, North Carolina, a big fan of yours as well, Mr. Chad Hinshaw. And from Pittsburgh in my neck of the woods, however, my friend Fonzie, however. So uh, we are very honored to have you on the air with us today in our panel. Well, thanks for having me, guys. So, uh... Well, we're, wel- we're very welcome, and I know a lot of us have a lot of questions to ask you today, so... I want to open up the floor to questions, and I'm going to start off, obviously, with Mr. WCW, who, as I know, a boatload of questions, and we're going to take turns kicking around the round table. So, Chad, the floor is yours now. Yes, I don't know. Of course, like I said, this is Mr. WCW U.S. Chad Henshaw. Uh, pleasure and honor, sir, having you on our on our Monday afternoon uh, tradition here, of course, of our radio, sir. Uh, great having you. Uh, one question I have, uh, and, you know, since I heard the announcement about from our own uh, Mr. DiGirolamo G- G- here about uh, your coming on, this is one I've been meaning to ask. Uh, uh, you matched so many great superstars during your time, especially, like I said, we mentioned WCW. One superstar in particular that I have always been, one, always been curious about is Ernest the Cat Miller. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. How did you feel? How did you feel about, um, especially? Uh, I remember in '99, I think he, he and Buck Bagwell had a little feud going on. What was what was your take on uh, on uh, you working with this actor? Well, you know, the whole thing was a shoot. You know that, right? I mean, here's what yeah. here's what here's what happened. Uh, we we had an angle going into a pay per view into a Sturgis, and right. and. Uh, uh, um, obviously, I was I was with Ernest, and Ernest and I we go back long ways because we we both compete in in uh, 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 karate tournaments, and we wow. have him you know for 
yeah, I mean, he's 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 a legit three times world champion. Um, and so you know, and the guy, you know, he's 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 like two hundred and you know thirty five pounds, and and he's fast. And when that guy hits you, you know, I mean, he fights for real. You know what I mean? Yeah, mm-hmm. real deal. So uh, so we we go back long long way. We were, we weren't on the same national team, but I was on a, a team called Transworld Oil Team, and he was on a John Paul Mitchell team. So but you know we would go to we would end up on the same circuit of national tournaments and stuff. So you know we know each other for a long time. So you know so we go back long ways. And what, what happened was and um uh. As as you know, as the the program gets developed through Monday Night Nitro and and, and Thunder, um, you know we were supposed to uh, 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 way it was developed that we were supposed to uh, uh, <coughs> go into pay per view and go over. Well, whatever reason, you know, and and Buff Buff didn't like that. So so at the last minute. They're going over the show, and and we're in the we're in the back, and the catering, and uh, Ernest is talking. If you can imagine a picnic table with my wife carrying my little my newborn baby, and uh, uh, Buff is on the other side, and and you know they get they get in a little argument, and and uh, Buff takes a swipe at trying to slap Cat. Oh, cat dives over the picnic table, and, and here they go. So, uh, but there was, there was, you know, there was really nothing. It did just a lot of pull apart and all that stuff. Um, but um, I mean, that 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 you know, those things happened. You know, um, we got a call, we got a call then to with Eric called us all in the and and, uh, um, and and you know he got he got worked out. But what's the amazing thing about Professional wrestler is that is that despite legitimate heat that was created there, you know, they went on, did the live show, you know, went on and did the live pay per view. So, uh, you know, you got to give to those guys they're, they're professional at least at, at that end, you know. Certainly, um, certainly. And you know, I can tell you a lot of other stuff that went on between those two guys, but yeah, they they, they have a history. <laughs> I believe it. Yeah. I would believe that. Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, um, I got a couple more, but I'm gonna say let's uh, let's let the guys get some more yeah, in there. Go. I'll uh, I'll go next, uh, Mr. Ono. As far as the cruiserweights go, compared to what they have in WWE now, however, what is your what would you take be however to the cruiserweights now in the WWE? But they were like back in WCW. And but I mean by saying that is how you got the guys like the Toazas, the Kendricks, the Tajiris the Noam Dars and the uh, Grand Hamadas, however, compared to guys like Liger, Atani, uh, Malenko, Guerrero, Dragon. I mean, what's the difference? It's like night and day. I mean, what is your take on the Cruiserweight division now compared to what it was like back then when you were working in WCW? Because I always loved watching the Cruiserweight division, and you were one of the best managers at that division. Yeah, I mean, you know, one of the one of the best things, you know, we, we did three hours of television on Monday Night Nitro at one point. So, yes, uh, uh, one of the things I think WCW did well, was um, you can put Ultimo Dragon versus Dean Malenko, Ultimo yes. Dragon against uh, Chris Jericho, yes, uh, Ultimo, you know, or uh, uh, you know, uh, Eddie Guerrero versus um, Chris Benoit. Mm-hmm. I mean, 
you you know you don't need any storylines, right? If you're right. a wrestling That's... fan, yes. you hear those names and you go, well, I got to watch that. Totally. You know. So I think that's the difference because these guys were such a great talent mm-hmm. before they came to WCW and they were so seasoned with places like New Japan mm-hmm. and 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 Old Japan right. um, and AAA and mm-hmm. so they were already you know top of their game when they came to WCW. Yeah. So and they they already had a name that that the, the hardcore fan can follow. Sure. So. You know, he still in the gap. You know, they didn't need any storyline, or they didn't need any any uh, 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 pre. You know, they didn't need to prime the pump for them to have a match. You know, so they. I mean, they, they didn't have to talk about it. They didn't have to. Just the match itself made a fan to want to watch it. Um, mm-hmm. I think, you know, and and no disrespect to guys at. Uh, 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 you know the cruiserweight right now at WWE. Yeah. Just that you know, since there's only one company, I mean, relatively, you know, aside from TNA, mm-hmm. um, they don't, you know, they don't, they don't have the following those guys did. Mm-hmm. You know, and and that's that's just my take on it. But um, um, you know, you may or you may not agree with me. But you know, when you want to, when you say Dean Malenko versus um, you know Rey Mysterio, yeah. you have to watch the match. Of course, you know, yes, definitely. Um, um, so I think I think that's the difference. And 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 back then, mm-hmm. you know, those guys didn't need any um, any priming of the. Uh, uh, all they have to do is announce that those guys are going to have a wrestling match, and you know they were going to have a wrestling match and break, you know, and right. bring the house down. Sure. So, uh, and I, I think WCW did a good job of mixing, you know, the the some of the ladies. That we had at WCW where there were, you know, the Bonacano, Akira Hokuto, Shigusa Nagayo, the mm. great, you know, Josh Wrestling from Japan yes, to challenge Medusa, yes. uh, who worked in Japan. Um, yes. And I think I think that's why. And, I, you know, um, look, it, it, it's hard to get, get a lot of people over, especially if you don't speak English. Um, some of the guys, so, you know, some, some of the, some of the uh, luchadors and some of the, uh, the Japanese talent that it's over there in, in WWE right now, I think that's that's why they suffer. It's hard for them, the fans, to identify them, you know, because um, they don't they don't get a lot of exposure wrestling, you know. Mm-hmm. Certainly, good point. Very good point. Uh, John, do you have any questions for Mister Ono? Yep, I do. Please. Um, when you managed to promote Dragon. When did you get the notification that you were going to manage him? Good question. That's a very good question. Well, here's what really happened. Uh, um, my job at WCW initiated with uh, uh, building a relationship or rekindling or repairing relationship with New Japan. Yes. <clears throat> and what what happened was this. When, when Eric needed more talent because, because of Nitro, Right. And because of our success at Nitro, yes, um, we got Thunder. Yes, you know we were doing amazing amount of wrestling on television. Oh yes, live wrestling on television. Mm-hmm. Well, so we needed a talent. We needed more talent. You know, you can't keep throwing the same you know twenty guys out there. Right. Yeah. So, so and and the variety of talents is what we needed. So, um, I negotiated a deal with New Japan. Uh, a guy like Chris Benoit, Eddie Guerrero. Um, uh, Dean Malenko, 
um, those guys who are under contract with New Japan. Mm-hmm. So, in so I negotiated the or helped negotiate the deal, where we put them on the WCW contract. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> I agreed to put, uh, um, agreed to have New Japan use those guys on their show, their big shows. So, so it was a win-win situation for both companies. Yes. Um, uh, for one lump sum, New Japan got to use all the big talent that we had under under on, on our contract now, and WCW got to uh, uh, farm out those talent when they were not being used at WCW, and yet we have ability to use those guys uh, at WCW, which you know, uh, uh, a guy like uh, uh, then then uh, of course that expanded into you know use of a uh, guy like uh, uh, Masahiro Chono. Um, who, who who got an NWO Japan over, yes. and 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 we got uh, a guy like Muda, mm-hmm. um, Hashimoto, yeah, uh, uh, Tenzan, Kanemoto, yes, um, of course, no other, you know, Jushin Thunder Liger. Yes, he, um, he's one of my favorites. I mean, I used to love Liger stuff along with Dragon. Those were like two of my favorites when you had him in your stable. He, I mean, those guys could just he, he, out yeah, the he's, show. He's still wrestling. He's oh, he is? Okay, because awesome. I remember he was in NXT a couple years ago in Brooklyn, about a year and a half, two years ago. Yeah. He did a show in WWE in Brooklyn when he fought uh, in NXT. Yeah. So that's good to hear. Liger's still active. Very good to hear. <laughs> and Ultimo Dragon's still wrestling. Matter of fact, I, um, we're, I'm trying to book a, sh- book a match with him and uh, uh, Rey Mysterio on the San Diego. Oh, uh, wow. Talk about old history hashed right there. That would be great to see those two in the ring again. Right. So, you know, those, I mean, you know, I mean, if somebody says, if I lived in San Diego and those two were going to be in a ring somewhere, I'm certainly going to go watch that, you know? Yeah, definitely. No doubt. No doubt about it. So, uh, uh, but, you know, so uh, getting back to your initial question, so, you know, way our relationship worked with New Japan and 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 way that the we needed more, more great talent, that's where the, the, you know, the Chris Jericho and Ultimo Dragon and those guys came. That was uh, independent. Um, um, Jericho was, he might have been under contract with New Japan, but, you know, that's, that's how we got those guys to come over. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Good question, John. Fonzie, do you have any questions you want to ask Mr. Ono? Uh, maybe just one. Please. Um, hi, Mr. Ono. Hello, how are you? Good. Uh, I've been a wrestling fan since I was a little kid. And I still miss watching WCW at 8 o'clock, then switching to Monday Night Raw at 9. So yeah. I have a, like a, an hour watch on WCW, Nitro on TNT, then at 9 o'clock, switch it to Monday Night Raw, see what's going to happen. Like, switch it back and forth. I... Miss WCW Money Nitra. Um, I like our thing right now, but they started at like eight o'clock until like eleven. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, yeah, and I think they should go back at two hours instead of three. But I guess they say they'll lose the money like that, and they want to build. Yeah, more matches in three hours, in two hours. But I guess they want to do more matches and not 
an hour before the you know whatever they got to do. But I still miss I still miss the WCW. And my favorite guy is Big uh, Big Big Bigelow. Bam Bam. They call him Big Beast. Bam Bam. Yeah. Yeah, Bam Bam. And yeah. I liked him when he was at WCW. And it was so funny. The one night I was over at my cousin's house. He was, you know, still in school. And we were watching TNT. And the announcer said, this is the beast from the east. Yes. Yeah, I made a fun little bit, too. Like, oh, big beast from the east coming to my east. And my cousin, my cousin started laughing. We started howling, and yeah, but we, I miss, I miss Monday Night Nitro, but I, I like my WWE. So, was there, a question, was there a question there somewhere? Yeah, yeah. What's your question, Pondy? Pondy. Yeah, I'm done. I'm done. Yeah, what's your question, though? He was asking. No, that was my question. That, uh, oh, jeez. Did you ever see uh, Big Bam Bam Bigelow at all? No, Bam Bam, passed, were... Bam, Bam passed away. Funny. Yeah, Bam. Yeah, he passed no, away before that. years ago. Before. Yeah. Yeah, we you no, know, we, we run into each other at shows and stuff. I mean, you know. Um, yeah. A, you know, a lot of those guys are. Uh, you know, it's amazing if you if if you in a inner circle and you know those guys, you know, they're they're very you know, they're very nice guys. They're all trying to trying to, you know, work and trying to figure out what they're gonna be doing. One of the things that i think is it's uh it's it's kinda sad in a way is that, you know, they're they yeah. you know, those guys make a lot of money when when they do make money, but you know, just like anything else, there's you know, they're not they're not uh, thinking of what's gonna happen afterward. You know, yeah, you hear yeah. it even nowadays. You know, a lot of those guys, uh, um, you know, have, having a hard time after wrestling. Yeah, um, is it, all the wrestlers you you meet are they like very cool guys or like mean? Yeah, most of the guys I know, you know, they're they're I, I never, but you certainly don't want to cross those guys. You know, no. they're they're legit guys that they can kill you. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, I seen you know, I seen you know, like Ming, King Haku. Yes. Um, you know, I mean, I oh, seen I heard him. Was about him in a bar. Oh, well, I mean, it's, 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 and it's, it, you know, you probably heard all the true stuff. I mean. Oh yes. Sure. Yeah. He 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 will, especially if you have a couple of drinks. He you know, Certainly. you're you know, I I, I told one guy. Yes. Um, and it was I think we were in uh, Baltimore at Marriott by the airport. Yeah. This guy was. Guys, this guy was kind of, you know, screwing around with Mang, and I said, "Look, yeah. you need to stop." Yeah. Because this you man will, but well, this man will yeah. kill you. Yeah. Oh yes. And, I've, and I've any heard kind of last night. I've heard people tell, tell that same story about Mang. Yeah, because he is known yeah, to be I, a very angry individual. I, if you get a few drinks in him, he'll hurt you. And I said, I said, you know, the thing is, you know, his grandfather was cannibals, so you can take it for what's yeah. it worth, but. Whoa. You know, yeah. I mean, take it for what it's worth. Exactly. Yeah, I agree. From Tonga. 
His grandfather was cannibal. Yes, he is. Yes, he is. Let me ask you this one, Mr. Ono, and this is a good one I have for you. There was a lot of stories. I mean, I watched the Eric Bischoff DVD, and it was one of the better DVDs, and he had a lot of good stories to tell, obviously. And I know you and Eric go way back to the old AWA even. There was a story yeah. about you guys doing sort of like a game called Ninja Star Wars. Share that story if you can, because I heard that story actually was actually a pretty funny story how that came out. Well, you know what? Um, Eric and I go back a uh, long ways because we, we travel the circuit. Uh, mm-hmm. Just like with with Arnold, <coughs> uh, we we travel the circuit um, um, mm-hmm. all over the country. So uh, um, uh, what we did was uh, uh, I had this game that I created, mm-hmm. and uh, uh, so we uh, uh, Eric wanted to get it on TV, and and uh, he actually went to he said you know we need to, I, I know how to get it on TV, so he went out and got a commercial mm-hmm. uh, made and. Uh, yeah. um, got a uh, uh, he says I'm going to go to AWA because they're on ESPN and they sell, right. you know, they sell commercial time so so we went over, you know he went over there and did the deal and, and, and the funny thing is uh, you know we, we sold some games but more than anything else Eric got introduced to uh, people at Burn and that's how he got a job um, that's how he got a job in the wrestling world mm-hmm Certainly, and like I said, I remember when he first debuted at Nitro, however, when he was the uh, head announcer. However, uh, One guy, though, that always was singing your praises was Bobby the Brain Heenan. Have you had heard any updates lately about Bobby and how's his health doing? Well, you know, obviously he had uh, he had he a had cancer and, you know, he um, uh, kind of disfigured him a little bit. But, you know, he's still out and about and doing autograph signing and doing all the stuff. Good. <laughs> one thing I, mean, I can tell you was with a guy like Bobby Heenan, Yes. Um, uh, you know, for for a guy like me who who got kind of thrown into a front of the camera, mm-hmm. uh, managing all the Japanese wrestlers. Yes. You know, I done some I done some TVs and movies before, but you know, this is a whole different ball game. And and uh, what happened was those guys were so caring and let you know, kind of help help this green mm-hmm. guy, uh, uh, you know, get over. And Bobby was just great about you know when we, when we did the WCW invasion. Uh, yes. the, uh, New Japan Invasion angle of WCW. Yep, from Starcade '95. That was, I mean, that's right. one thing. That's one thing I think wrestling could use again. It's like an international type tournament because that was always the that was one of the better Starcades of me watching. Because I can remember the match that when you came out with the Tawny against Eddie. That was one of my favorite matches. Plus Lager versus uh, Benoit, Kimoto, and uh, I forget who he was fighting. But like I said, that whole best of seven two is one of the best. Like I said, Starcades in recent memory. Like I said, after that, I said. They should do another one, like a World Cup tournament, and they didn't do that after that. And I know they still do them in Japan, like in war, they right. do it in war and other federations, but they don't do it in yeah. the States anymore. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, it's, 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 I think, you know, I think WWE probably need to do some in, more international stuff. I know, you know, they'll, they'll, they're going to England to do some cruiserweight tournaments and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But what they really need to do, I think, is, is to, to incorporate more international into their um, um, their domestic, you know, programming because their their domestic stuff goes worldwide, you know. Oh yes, big time, big time. And I, like I said, they've done shows over in Japan. They did a couple of years ago with the whole Beast in the East special, and they got, of course, Hideo Tommy now over, and hopefully he'll be around very soon and get back in the ring very soon. Uh, Chad, I'll go back to you again. Do uh, you have another question? Uh, let me see here. I have to try to step away for a moment there, but uh, let me. Uh... Let me let me think on this for just <laughs> let me think on this. Okay. Yeah. Uh yeah. Uh let me see. Um 
Oh gosh. Uh, okay, okay, I got one right. This is this is a good one here, Mister Arno. What was your take on the uh, on how do you think, in your personal opinion, Sir Carlos? Of course, you were, you were in the thick of this as well. Of course, during your days in WCW, uh, the NWO. What was your take on that? Uh, on that? On the end of, On how the NWO affected uh, wrestling uh, then, and also how it still affects it today. Good question. Well, question. Well, well, I think you know the NWO is probably the arguably probably the best angle ever in history of wrestling. Yeah. Um, um, I think Idea uh, was born when, we, when Eric and I was flying back from Japan, actually. Um, um, how can we how can we create a perception of uh, WWE, you know, or other company invading WCW? Um, I think we, you know, the prelude to that was was the the World Cup thing with what we were just talking about with New Japan, um, mm-hmm. uh, and and the, you know, that was such a hot angle that in Japan it was somewhere upward of about five million dollars of the T-shirt was sold in 1998, um, it, it was just insane. People would come in and buy a t-shirt and then leave. They wouldn't even, they, they weren't even wrestling fans. Um, and, and, uh, if you remember how NWO Japan was born was that Chono, you know, I'm Nitro, Chono double crossed me and joined the NWO. And then I, I brought Muda to, uh, avenge me um, then, then Muda double crossed me and joined the NWO Japan, and that was a big. That was that was the you know that was the the beginning of the NWO Japan, mm-hmm. and that angle was so hot in Japan. Uh, you know the a guy like Jeff Farmer, who was a fake Sting, you know he worked the whole time in in, in Japan. Right. So um, um, yeah, so you know I I, I think as far as it was one of the most brilliant you know. Angle um, in the history of wrestling. Right. Um, and let me, well, one quick thing, JD, let me pose this. Oh, with, with, with that, of course, with the NWA becoming hot and all, uh, of course, you know, I'm sure you heard, of course, WWE would later on uh, try to, you know, bounce that sort of that same situation, kind of, you know, uh, all kind of do their own thing by bringing in. Of course, hyping up Stone Cold, hyping up The Rock, hyping up, and of course, bringing in D-Generation X. Uh, do you think WWE, of course, uh, really, uh, really you know, at that time stood a chance against uh, this storyline with the NWO? No, I, I think I think NWO was was the the hardest angle, you know. But you know, but look what it did. What did what did it do? We beat like for I don't know how many weeks, but we beat Raw. And and because of that, you know, made them work harder on storyline and wrestling talent and you know the, the who you know the, the the talent, the company, the um, the fan, they all you know benefit from all that. You know, the unfortunate thing it is right now is that is that they have no competition. WWE does not have a competition. So 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 what happens? Talent suffers because, you know, you can't. It's hard for you to go ask for a raise when you ain't got no place to go. Um, mm-hmm. uh, you know, it, it's. Uh, uh, um, I think. I think status quo. Since you have nobody chasing you, it, it's kind of hard to be 
um, you know, trying to create new stuff, you know, new 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 angles when they're, you know, when when a lot so many angles been done, right. um, trying to come up with a new storyline. I think when you have a competition, um, when you have a guy running next to you, and when you hear the footstep, or when you're trying to catch up to somebody. I think you work harder. I think talent works harder. Uh, talent gets paid more. Um, certainly, if you if you if you if you uh, if you're a good talent, and I think you know competition is good for the company, you know whether you believe it or not, you know. And and I think that's what one of the things that lacks right now. Yeah, I was just gonna say something about yeah. my third question down the road, but uh, very good question, Chad. John, uh, uh, do you have a question? Another question? You yeah, ask? yeah, I do have a question. Um, in 2015, we lost so many great legends, um, Dusty Rhodes and Roddy Piper. Do you have any memories of these two guys? Yeah, well, you know, I mean, Dusty was so great for helping us. He was, he was, a, he was one time he was a head booker uh, at WCW uh, when we when I first started there. So he was he was very instrumental on uh, bringing the Japanese, you know, how to use the Japanese because he had a history in working in Japan, and so he understood, you know, uh, uh, how to deal with the Japanese. Um, so he was uh, real, uh, you know. He would always ask me, he says, "Okay, what do you need? You know, what what do we need to get to here to get these Japanese guys to do this?" So you know, he was always asking me questions about Japan. Him and Kevin Sullivan were—they were both great bookers, um, uh, you know. So, um, <laughs> end of the day, you know, those guys were just great. Um, and and Roddy Piper and myself—we worked uh, after he left WCW. Um, I worked a couple of independent shows in Denver's and 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 a couple other places. Um, and you know, he was always very generous. Um, you know, and and uh, uh, you know, I, I I can't tell you um, uh, how how honored I am that I got to work with those guys. I mean, they're really a legend in pro wrestling. Certainly, yeah, they were, no question about it. Uh, Fawn, do you got another question you want to ask? Fawn, are you there? Yeah, I'm here. Fawn, you need to wake up, man. Yeah, yeah I'm here, baby. Okay. You got another question you want to ask? No, I'm okay. Okay. I do have one more question, and then Chad and uh, John will throw one more out there for you, Mr. Rono. My question okay. is this. Uh, of the product now, if you watch any of the product, which wrestler or wrestlers impress you the most right now, in your opinion? You know, um, I, I think they got some great young talent that they need to cultivate and, and get them over. Um, they got some... You know, like I'm, I'm obviously I'm I'm a big fan of Josh wrestling, women wrestling. Yes. Um, Oscar, um, especially. Oh, so I yeah, Oscar. yeah. You know, they need to do something with her. Yes, um, um, you know, <clears throat> I think that's one of the big problem is that you know, I mean, she, she needs someone to help her get over. I mean, you know, they need to get her a manager of some kind. Mm-hmm. Um, so, um, um, and they also they also need someone. They need to bring people from overseas to to wrestle with her, so she can have phenomenal matches. Mm-hmm. You know, it's hard for her to have matches with. Uh, you know, uh, no disrespect to American um, uh, women wrestlers, but 
you know, unless you work the Japan style wrestling, you know, which is which is amazing and phenomenal and stiff, um, you know, uh, and Medusa can tell you the difference. Right. Um, uh, you know, I think that's. I think you know that that's what I feel for those guys, um, mm-hmm. uh, the Prince that came from New Japan Pro Wrestling, uh, Nakamura, uh, who's, who's you know is a great talent, but I I don't think they know what to do with them. You know what I mean? Yes. It's totally. hard for them to incorporate them in a storyline, and I think that's you know they, they need to get try to get those guys going. Well, I think they've done pretty well in NXT with Oscar and the other guy. I'm really impressed with, and he reminds me a lot of a young, like I said early on, a young uh, Liger and his uh, arsenal is definitely Shinsuke Nakamura. I really, really like him. And he yeah, but they, they, need to get, they need to get him on They need to get him on Raw. You know what I mean? I think they will. It's just a matter of time. I think you'll see him after WrestleMania come to Raw. I really do. I think they want to finish this thing with Rude and then book him up to the main roster. We'll see. Uh, Chad, if you have one final question, we'll get your final question, and then we'll ask John with one final question of the day. Okay. Um, let me see here. Oh yeah, of course. We something we just heard here today. As a matter of fact, I'd love to get Miss Ono's opinion on this. I'm sure Miss Ono, you did hear WWE has now confirmed that the late Ravishing Rick Rude is going into the Hall of Fame uh, this year. Uh, and we all say here it's about time because he is truly one of those legend legends that deserves to be in it. Of course, Ricky the Dragon Steamboat was named uh, was named as the man who will induct him in there this year. Uh, any memories of of, of Ravishing Rick Rude, in your opinion, sir? Yeah, you know, he wasn't... Uh, I think he just got done wrestling at early, like, uh, uh, 94, 95. I think, you know, he was... He, he, that, he quit wrestling. I think he had an injury. So so he was kind of getting into the manage, managing role. Um, but once again, you know, those guys, they're all out of Minnesota, you know, the... Uh, um, uh, Road Warrior Hawk, you know, Animal, um, uh, Brad Reagans. Any? Uh, yeah, yeah. Kurt, I used to fly, you know, right out of uh, Minneapolis. We'd always be on the same flight going to on the road. And, and you know, yeah. he just, he, he, this is a great guy. All those guys were out of Minnesota. So, that you know, they, they're from back in AWA days. And, yeah. you know, they were, they were just great guys. I mean, oh. very kind. Um, you know, I mean, they would on a dropper hat. They would they would come. Uh, you had a guy like uh, um, Hawk, Wolverine uh, Hawk, um, yep. actually put on a whole, his whole gimmick. Came down to my kids' show and tell, mm-hmm. uh, high school in Iowa. Right. Um, uh, uh, Macho Man Randy Savage did the same thing. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, um, yeah, those guys. I think you know when you. I think any any wrestling fan know who they are. You know, just because um, so. Um, well deserved for them to go in the Hall of Fame, and 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 um, uh, you know you, you're gonna come any sooner. Oh, I would agree, no question about. It. John, uh, you have the final comment of the day in question. Of the yes, day. I have the final say. I have the final say. Um, let me see what I got. Let me see what I got. Okay, all right, I got it. I got it in here. Um, uh, as each and every one of you know, I'm a big Undertaker fan, but uh, Sonny, I, I'm going to have to ask this question again. Are you, okay. do you, uh, are you a big fan of uh, The Undertaker? You know, I, I never, I, I never got to work with him. 
So, um, um, but yeah, I think um, uh, I, I think she is uh, one of the icons in, in WWE and, and, and pro wrestling in general. Um, you know, um, I, I think he, he got over with his gimmick, and and you know, he was he, he was original. You know, a monster that came out of in, in professional wrestling. You know, so um, in more way than one. So. Uh, like I said, uh, I never got to work with him, um, but uh, I think I think he's, you know, I like to see him. They gave him a, a big fan farewell. I heard he was coming back to do a one more um, uh, big pay per view. Yeah. But uh, you know, um, it, it, I, I like to see him suddenly go out, go retire without, you know, any any permanent injuries and that kind of thing, and you know, and be safe and enjoy. His, his status as icon of wrestling. No question. No question. Well, I have one question, if you don't mind, Janie. Yeah, all up that, please. Go ahead. Um, I also want to talk about Goldberg. What did you think of his uh, undefeated streak in WCW? Well, you know that was such a great gimmick. Um, you know, uh, you know. Uh, it, it, it's it's too bad that you know he and I was one of the guys. That, I mean, obviously he had to come to an end sometime, but I think he ended too early. Um, mm-hmm. Actually, you know um, that was such a great great thing. He he was you know he was he was untouchable for so long. Um, I, I I but you know just like any wrestling, I mean any talent, you know you you can certainly you know lose and get over. But since there was playing up the fact that he was undefeated. You know, um, um, I, I think maybe that was premature. Um, you know, I, um, it's going to be interesting now that he's back in WWE. Mm-hmm. And, and, and um, you know, I know Fan is not uh, enjoying what happened at uh, uh, the pay-per-view. Um, yeah, last night. Yes. Yeah. Um, you know, but, I mean, that's, that's Bill's deal. You know, that's Bill's gimmick. Right. It, 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 so uh, he, he's not going to give you and never will give hmm. you a, a, a 30 minute match. Yes. Well, <laughs> well, well, we'll see what he does at WrestleMania, honestly. But, Mr. Ono, uh, we're kind of at press for time here. We do want to thank you for coming online. Please call again. We would love to have you come back to the air and again share some more stories. It was a real treat having you on, and I think our guys were very here, happy to hear, have, hear a lot of stories from you firsthand from experience. So please call again, and we'll definitely talk hey, to you. Hey, JD. Yes, Sean. You don't mind if I give Sonny a uh, mention of my uh, live show as well? Oh, yeah, please. Uh, we'll do that real quick, John, and then we're going to have to cut it loose. Yes, go ahead. Um, Sonny, I do a live show on Monday night and pay-per-views as well. So um, I would like to you for you to watch watch one of my live shows, and uh, you'll get excited. You'll get excited because I pull no punches all all the time on the yes. show. Yes, okay. Well, send me the link, and, I, and I'll watch it. All okay, right. thank you. All right, thank you, Mr. Ono. Again, we'll talk to you again very soon, and thank you for coming on the air today. All right, I appreciate you. Have a good night, sir. Thank you. Good night, sir. Thank you very much. Yep. All right, guys, so there you have it. Sunny Woo! Ono. That was awesome. That was. I think we learned a lot today, guys. We, again, learned a lot from another trip. Big round of applause for us. Big round of applause. Well, I yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, right. Yes. That's right. All right, yes. We definitely learned a lot today, guys. I think we learned more than we did, however. And like I said, however, we will definitely uh, talk to him again down the road, hopefully. But, again, 
Once again, thanks to my encouragement. However, we definitely had another great legend join the panel, and hopefully in the next few weeks, however, we can join a, get a couple more legends joining the panel. Maybe uh, we're trying to have discussions, hopefully, with Scott Hudson, former WCW announcer. I know if I can get in touch with our good friend, Mr. Michael Sam Houston, hopefully he'll get the legendary Jake the Snake Roberts on the air with us. We're also going to try a few others, but guys, like I said, we definitely learned a lot more of Mr. Ono, and we had a lot of good questions. I think he learned a lot today from being on our show, and I think uh, taking it away, however, I think he was very impressed with what we had to bring to the table today. Uh, Chad, if you want to talk about anything else that's going on this week on the radio network, you can do so. And I will be back in two seconds, guys, and we'll uh, kind of wrap this up real shortly. So I'll be right back. Okay. <clears throat> uh, this is episode 83 of Raw Radio here. This is Monday, uh, March the 6th, 2017. Uh, once again, I'll, I'll get this to you uh, personally, 1724-444-7444, call ID 138744-POUND. Of course, I am Mr. WWS Chad Hintz, along with your host for the day, the Iceman J.D. Jeremy Geralmo. And of course, the human suplex machine, John Gross, as well as, of course, uh, uh, 2017, another 2017 Hall of Famer in Fonzie. Yes, we could say, we could actually say that, safely say that now. Yes, indeed. Uh, but of course, uh, ladies and gentlemen, uh, don't forget, of course, our, our other shows here this coming week. Tomorrow, of course, King and W.O. and the Iceman bring you Wrestling Revisited. And of course, I'll be back, of course, in the, in the big seat. For revolution, of course, as we talk about results of both Fastlane and tonight's Monday Night Raw broadcast, in addition to some more wrestling news and views and history and birthdays. Uh, and, of course, it was time a lot of this, some uh, wrestling extras, of course, and some wrestling trivia, some fantasy matchups. Uh, you never know what we could have on tap, but we'll definitely have something there for you. Don't forget Outside the Ropes and Wrestling Debate along with Revolution on Wednesday. Top Heel Inc. and NWO Wolfpack, of course, on Thursday, and then Revolution will be back on Friday, as well as, of course, our weekly review show, Power Hour, on Saturday afternoon. Uh, of course, uh, tomorrow, Revolution, our, our uh, radio network group tour will be stopping by GFWUS Global Phenom, which is, of course, the uh, tribute group that we have for Global Force Wrestling. Wednesday's edition of Revolution will be, of course, coming from GCWUS, Beginning of a Dream, which is our uh, tribute uh, to Georgia Championship Wrestling. Uh, NWO Wolfpack this week will be will be coming. Our live video feed from for Wolfpack will be coming from Lucha US Ultimate Underground, which is of course our tribute to Lucha Underground. And of course, this Friday, a uh, very extra special treat, as of course we will we will of course be coming from NJPWUS Forever Honorable which is, of course, our tribute group to New Japan Pro Wrestling. Uh, so definitely check us all out here. And uh, I did not get an opportunity uh, during our promos here last time because we did not get to have anything updated. Uh, we got a moment here before we go around with the ratings and predictions from JD. But I've got, I like to give everyone an update as to how the official um, – Official downloads came out for all of our shows last week because they were not updated even after last night. Uh, so I'd like to bring those. To Go ahead. I'm, I'm back anyway. So, yeah, you can bring them to our attention right now, and we'll do that real quick before we get into Rob Ains and predictions. That's fine. Yes. Okay. Thank you very much. Of course, outside the ropes here, of course, um, uh, last Wednesday. Let's see how let's see how outside the ropes managed for last week. Uh, let's see. Come on. Let's see. Come on. Victor. 
no, 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 no. Okay. It end, outside the ropes did end the week with only two downloads. Okay, we got that officially updated as of this morning, as a matter of fact. It updated about quarter till nine this morning, Eastern Time. Uh, power Hour. Power Hour. Let's see how Power Hour did here from uh, this past Saturday. Uh, Power Hour managed to get in, managed to also get in two downloads there. So that's, that, that, that number is the norm here so far. Let's see what we have, else we have coming up here. Uh, Wrestling Revisited, let's go ahead and check that out. Let's see, let's see how Wrestling Revisited did here for this past week. Uh, uh, Wrestling Revisited ended with four downloads, so they got a good number. They got a good number. Uh, let's see. Mm. Uh-huh. Oh, excuse me. Uh, rest in the bay. <laughs> rest in the bay. I'm sorry. I'll have to spit it out. Rest in the bay. Rest in the bay. I'm lost in translation. I heard something that was making me laugh. I'm sorry. I couldn't help myself. Uh, rest in the bay kind of ended the week with uh, four downloads there. Um, so that was a great number for that. Uh, here, come up here. Come on now. Uh, uh, let's see here. Uh, of course, we, uh, JD is, is very giddy when I talk about this one. And there's, of course, the present show right now, WWUS Raw Radio. Uh, Raw Radio ended the week with three downloads last week. Uh, so it did half of what it did the week before, but that's okay. It will rebound. It, will rebound. it, it always does. Um, Especially after this week and all that with our guests we just had. So, I mean, it should be a no-brainer right there. Um, but there, NWO, uh, full fact, let's see here. Which not this week, but next week and all that, we'll, we'll be hitting the 90th episode of Wolfpack, by the way. So we're hitting another milestone with that show as well. Uh, Wolfpack, come here. Wolfpack managed to get in two downloads in for the week, uh, but the numbers will the numbers will rise back up here soon. Uh, and, uh, oh, excuse me. Uh, what the heck is that? Um, Rev, uh, see Revolution here, of course, the Mothership. Uh, we won't know about, of course, to, uh, yesterday's show until, of course, the end of this week. But it, Revolution ended up with, it tied the previous week with six. Uh, so, um, not that much there. And one more quick one here is we'll do the promotions and see how the promotions did. Uh, uh, <laughs> promotions managed to get in one download, so. Uh, there's pretty much, like I said, an update right now. I mean, I would say that was kind of a uh, up and down, up and down week last week here for all the shows. But hopefully, we'll be able to pick back up here. Of course, our prediction show yesterday. We <laughs> all radio here with uh, this we did have a we did have a very special guest on, so we should be in pretty we should be in great shape there. So I uh, just want to run that by, and I'm glad we got that up to date. So, JD, go ahead and take her away. All right, thank you very much, Chad. And of course, let's give you the number again: one seven two four 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 seventy forty four. Call ID number 
13144. This is episode 83. Of course, you've got the Human mm-hmm. Suplex Machine, the Birthday Boy, John Grosong, Mr. WCW, Chad Hinchon, and of course, you got the Heartbreak Kid Fonzie as well. We also want to send out a special get well wish to Michelle Lagos, who is under the weather, as well as King NWO Gerard T. Smith, who hopefully will be back with us in the South tomorrow night on Revolution. And we also want to thank our very special calling guest today, legendary WCW manager, the great Sonny Ono. Well, guys, we got about less than 10 minutes to go. We're going to uh, kind of end it a little early here shortly, but we're going to get raw ratings and predictions obviously getting out of the way, so we're going to touch upon those now, and we're going to do that as we uh, close out business here today. Of course, next week, ladies and gentlemen, we'll be back with episode number 84. We'll talk more about WrestleMania next week, folks. We will talk about the top ten great moments in WrestleMania history. Everyone's going to weigh in with their top ten moments. Of course, on the panel, of course, the following week, we'll do the least favorite ten. And then, of course, then three weeks from today, we will give you our WrestleMania 33 predictions. So, folks, things are shaping up here the next three weeks here on Monday Raw Radio, so you might want to stay tuned to that. So, with that said, let's go now to the Raw ratings and predictions tonight. Now, with everyone's thoughts, Tower, as we are going to close out here tonight and see what everyone has to say. We'll start first off in Trinity, and of course, Mr. WCW will give us his thoughts about the Raw rating and main event tonight in Chicago. Uh, of course, like this is the aftermath of Fastlane. It's going to be a great encounter, to say the least. Mm-hmm. Uh, you'll have, like I said, you'll see, of course, Goldberg come out with, of course, holding the Universal title for the first time since last night. Uh, you'll see Brock, obviously. You'll see Undertaker, like we said, Seth Rollins, Finn Balor, um, it's going to be a it's going to be a dynamite show. Uh, I predict the raw rating for some of things. Uh, we're going to put it up a little bit. I'm going to say two point five. All right. Two point five of this. In the main event, I've got to say this is going to be a tough one to call here. But I got to say this is going to be. Um, oh gosh, it's either going to be. Uh, well, no, I think it's what it's going to be is I think you're going to have uh, um, that's going to be a tough one. I'm going to say it's probably going to be a rematch from Fastlane putting Roman and Braun again together against one another. Okay, okay, good predictions there. Chad uh, making his predictions there. John, let's go to you next. I have to agree with Ted on that. Roman versus Braun, this time a notice qualification match, and I see the ratings like a 2.3. Okay, very interesting. I'm going to go with 2.4, and I think the main event is going to be something along the lines where apparently you're going to see Seth Rollins and uh, maybe Triple H have a little banter like they did last week, however. And I think you're going to see the tease begin with those two. How I think you're going to see Goldberg and then maybe kick off the show, and I think you're going to close it out with Hunter and Rollins. So that's my prediction. Fonzie, what's your thoughts about the Raw rating in Chicago in our main event tonight? Fonzie? Fonzie? Yeah, I'm here. Yeah, yeah. Okay, we're just getting your thoughts on the main event prediction tonight in Chicago. Yeah, um... Like I said, I mean, event, um, they should, they should let the girls, uh, the women's title match, <coughs> um, it's going to happen, I'm going to say the women's match, um, who is, is the champion now? Bailey's still the champ, though. Okay, so... 
You know, it's going to be Bailey, Charlotte, then Sasha Banks, and Nia Jax, a four-way match for the women's title. So you're going to say there's going to be a little tension early with all four of them involved? Yes. Okay, and what is your rating number? And the rating will probably be 2-0. 2-0, so you're going to say they go down a little bit this week. Okay. Well, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see, obviously. Like I said, guys, we will definitely be watching this very carefully and see However, it's going to be very, very interesting, to say the least. So there you have it, folks. However, all of our ratings are in the book, however. And, uh, again, I do want to thank uh, my panel for coming in today. I also want to thank Sonny Ono coming on the line. Again, the number one seven two four 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 seventy forty four. Caller ID one three eight seven four four pound. And uh, with that said, we are just about ready to close up shop here. John's got Roman Reigns steam on standby, so we're going to turn that over to John right now, the birthday boy. Again, happy birthday to him. Tomorrow will be a very special one indeed as he hits the magic 26 number. So, John, on behalf of all of us here at the studio, however, and from everybody else, however, all of your friends and fans here, say happy birthday to you. So with that said, let's turn it over to you now to close us up today. All right. Well, thanks, thanks everyone, for telling me. Happy birthday. I really appreciate it, guys. Um, I'm really glad to be with you all. I'm for two and a half years. I've been doing this gig thing with you for two and a half years, and there's going to be a lot more more years to come, guys. So I want to thank you. I want to thank, thank Chad for giving me this opportunity. Yes. And I want to thank thank everyone that have stood with me for for 26 years, and it's still going to keep on going. Exactly. I couldn't have said that any better. All right. So, on that note, I'm, mind if I close, close, yes. close, give the final closing word? Please do. All right, folks. So, on that note, we are going to take you all home. And for, so, goodbye, 25 years old. Here comes Another new chapter in my birthday. Yes, and don't forget to check out John's Facebook page, however, where he gives you his fast lane thoughts and also Rob post show thoughts each and every Monday after every Monday. And starting in less than three weeks, he'll be doing baseball talk as well besides Raw every Monday once baseball season kicks. So be sure to check it out on Facebook.com, G-R-O-H-S. Ladies and gentlemen, you can check his past uh, rants, however, and his current rants as well. All right. Let's go home. Let's go home. Hit it. That's wrong. Hello? Yeah, you're, you're here. We're just waiting for you to play the music. Yeah. Right.
With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.